Welcome to the 45th edition of Make Pro Wrestling Majestic again. I am Tiger Height. And I am the Gallery of Many Peanuts. And of course, there is still no champion. This title has been vacant for like three months. Yeah, we're coming up actually on, let's see, it was it was vacant since like January like 21st or something. Yeah, it was so. crazy. Oh been... uh, yeah, it's been over a month since <laughs> the uh, title has had a, a title holder, but uh, we'll, we'll just roll with it. Inconsistent scheduling of pay-per-views have totally wrecked this. Anyway, yeah, so anyways, there's not a pay-per-view going on this weekend. There is not. Um, next weekend, if we want to cover Sacrifice, the only one is Revolution. Well, we're we're gonna cover Revolution, but we're we're not gonna cover Sacrifice. I didn't think so, but it's there. I know. Anyway, so let's talk about our topic, and it was something that we were talking about very tentatively on Friday, I mm -hmm. think. And I was like, "Well, what about this?" And you're like, "Oh wow, that's actually a really good topic." So let's cover it. These are pro wrestling companies that have made a comeback in one way or another. Yeah. And um and initially when we were doing our research, um Tiger, you only found two promotions, right? But I actually now, this, found well, a well, lot the, more. The thing is is that I limited my search to companies that closed fully. Yeah. And then reopened. Yeah. That's why there were only two that I could find because I limited to that. But it's like, okay, well, there's a couple of other... Well, why don't we talk about one that you didn't consider? Let's talk about MLW because they actually did close down. Yes, they did. So MLW... They closed down in 2004 and were not revived until 2015. Right. Yeah, that's right. MLW was one of those that did close entirely and came back. And I think I think what's interesting about this is um, obviously MLW came up of age um, back in the early 2000s after the WWE bought their two major rivals. WCW and ECW, which and, we'll also talk and, about. And um, MLW was a part of that craze of there's a lot of independent wrestlers now, and uh, they need a place to... Well, there, there's a lot of guys that need work. Right. So this is kind of that same breath as Ring of Honor, as TNA. Um, they're, they're really part of that whole, right. whole spiel. I mean, I don't they, think people, people need to realize how many companies opened right after WCW yeah. and ECW folded. There were a lot of companies that did. Because there was a lot of now all of a sudden open space for right. these companies to make an impact. Right. No pun intended. Right. So <laughs> obviously MLW is doing great. Yes. Um, they have, I think like two different shows. Mm -hmm. Um, including um, Aztec Underground, which we'll talk about. Yeah, we're going to talk about that as well because MLW uh, revived another brand, which yes. is also very interesting. And I think we'll talk about that right after this one. But yep. they did buy the rights to Lucha Underground to rebuild as Aztec Underground. Right. And actually, um, Dario Cuarto is the main producer of mm -hmm. it. I mean, whole nine yards. They, they, brought, they brought in a lot of people from Lucha Underground. Um, after Lucha Underground was no longer mm -hmm. in existence. So and uh, and um, I want to talk about briefly about kind of the reasons that they did shut down initially and the reasons of, of Lucha of Lucha Underground of of MLW and of Lucha Underground. Okay, they, they both they both kind of went defunct because of uh, production issues of production quality and they just ran out of money. No, here's the here is the issue to my understanding of Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground got its funding cut from El Rey Network. Yeah, El Rey Network had the control of Lucha Underground mm -hmm. and they wanted to go a different direction. Also, it was cut because of funding. Yes. Um, the final season was really short, and it yep. wasn't really um, eventful anyway. So It wasn't very good either. Right. It really wasn't. Um, 
But, you know, Lucha Underground's legacy will always be there in people's minds. Lucha Underground, I think we've talked about this before, it really helped to... It brought in a lot of people bring that... Bring in Mexican um, wrestlers to America. Yep. Um, to not, American not, audience. Not only, yeah, not only that, but that exposure, too. So, yep. um, Matt Cross, Pentagon, Phoenix, Brian Cage, um, Killshot or Shane Strickland... Um, uh, uh, Mil Muertes. Mm -hmm. There was Katrina. There was there was a lot of people. Luchasaurus was actually a yep. part of MLW. Um, he was a part of the uh, Serpent Tribe. Yeah, a guy who they don't really bring back is Marty the Marth Martinez. I kind of wish they did. I liked him. Um, but I think that's kind of tentative mm -hmm. of indicative. I should say of what Lucha Underground really did in mm -hmm. its very short history. Keep in mind, Lucha Underground was only around for like three years, and it was very popular in those three years as well. Yep. But in in a way, they did get brought back. But... I watched it every single week live mm -hmm. because I um, back in the day I did the um, I did the live yeah. commentary show yep. um, while watching the show. So. Right. Uh, th that was when I started doing that. It was actually around Lucha Underground, and just like AEW, that one got the most views from the channel. They right. got the most attention. So obviously, Lucha Underground holds a special place in my heart. And do they own the? Um, does MLW and their owners own the property of ML or of Lucha Underground entirely? Yes, yes, they do. So they own Lucha Underground. They own everything about it. Yes. They do. They bought it from El they Rey. They bought it from El Rey, yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are two brands, and I think I think the reason that they are so inextricably linked is because of that ownership. Uh, yep. But yeah, MLW, I think MLW um, was starting to make a comeback in 2007. Um, it was mentioned by various wrestling personalities leading up to its eventual revival, like Eric Bischoff, like Bruce yep. Pritchard. Um, and I think they actually did work on that revival project as well, if I'm not mistaken. To help. Very, very, very mm -hmm. briefly, yes. But it never really came to fruition. But then it came back in full force in 2015 yeah. under new ownership, I think Yes, it was, it was new yeah, ownership. Yeah, it was new ownership who had a lot of money backing him. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of why MLW is where it is right now, right. is because. And of that. I think the environment is a little bit better now for a place like MLW to thrive, as we have mentioned. Because before. because there are so many other things. There's Fight TV yep. that cuts a lot of deals with a lot of wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, there's the internet. There's Twitch. I mean, hell, ha House of Hardcore streams a lot of their shows on Twitch. Yeah. So. Um, All right, so yeah, that was like I said. I think it was just one of those a two, a two for one. One of the bigger ones right now right. is Ring of Honor. And this is a very current. This one, this one, one is, as well. This one is different than MLW because yeah. MLW and Lucha Underground shut down completely, where Ring of Honor went on hiatus and they restructuring. Right, but you can essentially call it a shutdown because the Ring of Honor that we know of, and again, we have talked about this. But Ring of Ring of Honor. Still exists. It does in in some way, shape, and form. It still exists. They were still active on all channels. The titles were still being defended on different mm -hmm. shows. They are. Ring of Honor is still. It was has still been in existence this whole time. It is not deferred from this. I'm excited for what they're going to do with Supercard. Yeah. Um, just because of the new look. I mean, they're going to do everything. This logo is going to be gone. Right. Um, um, but yeah, the Ring of Honor as we know it is gone though. Mm -hmm. It went, I mean, it just it went away. It's, it's yep. gone. Yep. Um, and so it's interesting to see what this new one is going to be. Let's talk about some of the reasons why they kind of went on hiatus. And again, a lot of it has to do with money and funding. 
And a lot of these smaller wrestling promotions, Sinclair sucks. I don't like. They're Sinclair. they're beholden to the corporations and entities that they, um, that they. Uh, it's not it's not privately funded. And I think right. Sinclair is still owning it, and but they right. want to do it. Basically, what happened is a pseudo Chapter Seven bankruptcy. Yes, where you close it down, reorganize, and then re-release it. Right. Um. Not exactly because they didn't go into foreclosure right. or anything, but. Yeah, uh, the principle's pretty much the same. Right. Uh, and, the- yeah, and, and, you know, when we're talking about these shutdowns, too, we have to understand that usually it's not the promotions themselves that shut down or get reorganized, but it is because of the way that pro wrestling is structured. You don't right. have... There aren't very many people who can financially back something as extensive as a professional wrestling promotion unless they got money. Yeah, let's, let's talk about one who actually does have money that is wow and that was actually a big thing about why we wanted to bring this topic up is because wow was created by david mclean back in the early 90s which was an all women's promotion which is the first of its kind in america and and this also was um again one of those ones that were backed by a major tv company Yes. Back back then. Yes. yes. Um. But their funding was not good. Their ratings were really mm-hmm. really bad. Um. Because Wow was very hokey in how they presented the women. Um. They had some really weird stuff. Uh. But so they shut down. Mm-hmm. David McLean went on to do Glow, uh-huh. and then he came back with this with the backing of the president of the LA Lakers. She is a sports executive who currently owns all the property of. Wow. Okay. So she had the backing of that. She's the one who brought in Viacom, CBS, to run their syndicated programs, but it's a partnership. Viacom does not own any of right. it. So, so you're David. David McLean is still within Wow, though. That's right. the thing. So you're they're not necessarily beholden to the wishes of said company. They're just no. a partnership. And see, it's a partnership. And, and again, that is, I think, what we need to understand when it comes to to whether or not a wrestling company is viable is that they want the television. That is what drives the revenues. That is what drives the sales. And if you don't have that or if you're beholden to the wishes of a company, because running a wrestling promotion isn't cheap. Right. You know, um, you have to have you either have to have money or you have to have a guaranteed television slot. Those are the only two ways that you're going to succeed. And if you are... And if you only have the television slot, for example, um, you know, like like Ring of Honor, they have the guaranteed television slot because of Sinclair, but Sinclair also owns Ring of Honor. Right. Sinclair is going to set the budget. Sinclair is going to determine how and if even Ring of Honor functions. Mm-hmm. And so what we see, and this is this is a very common thread throughout every single wrestling promotion that has gone out of business, is that the the primary reason that they had gone out of business is because of the the lack of television deal. Yep. If you don't have a TV deal, you're going to be in a bad spot. It, ma- it makes it easier now, but at the same time, you have to have a place to showcase yes. your wrestling. Yes. Either 
by YouTube, which is what the NWA did, or Twitch, which is what House of Hardcore did, and Impact Wrestling when they were kind of in their slump. Right. But and, then also yeah. with major television deals like with Fight TV, which is a great avenue for a lot of these indie mm -hmm. wrestling companies to kind of showcase some more of that. We see that with Terminus. Right or Terminus, or however you want to pronounce it, but then obviously the big time with USA Network and, right. and see, Fox. And see, even even these larger wrestling promotions like AEW and WWE, they are beholden. I mean, their, their budget is largely set by whatever big TV deal contract they have. And, and we saw this with the recent, uh, with the recent departure of Cody Rhodes from AEW, is that... Um, is is we now have confirmation that there is a budget that that I don't think it was set by it wasn't set by the TV deal but it was set by Tony Khan with the express idea that the TV deal is going to determine how big the budget is for the wrestlers does that make sense yes um so that that's also the other point too is that he kind of revealed a lot of those issues mm -hmm. Um, but the thing is that AEW does not have that budgeting thing that is a collaboration between AEW as an independent entity and right. um, and um, a, a, a Turner yeah. or Turner Broadcasting yep. Service. Yeah, and and um, they're they're the ones who wanted another place. They they wanted more AEW, so that's why Rampage exists. Right. They wanted to go off of TNT to TBS. So they did. Right. That's all controlled by Turner's company. Right. It is. And and you know, again, the the budget is going to determine or or I guess the deal, the 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 the, the, the deal, size the of ratings, the deal is the deal, going, the ratings, it's all based on that. It's like, well, it's, right, and then that's going to guide ratings, what the budget looks ratings, like. Ratings ratings will dictate on how much budget is into or how, um, a how show. big or how not not necessarily the ratings. No one cares about the ratings. Well, I mean, you what want you want to invest into that because you right. want people to watch so, that so, channel for right. advertising. So, so what matters is how big the TV deal is as far as money. Money is going to control how big the budget is. So, so I, the the point that I'm trying to get to is that every major wrestling promotion lives and dies on how big their television deal. Yeah, is. let's talk about let's talk about one that actually had a TV deal. After this, we'll do more of a discussion. Okay. Um, but ECW, they were on TNN, yes. which was a big, big thing. Yes. Um, especially for what ECW was, and at that time, pay per view was a big factor as yes. well with them. ECW had the fan base. They had the attention of the wrestling world within the around the world right. at that time, which is really hard for a company that small to do. Right. But they did it, and it took them forever, even then, to get a TV deal with TNN because yep. ECW was so extreme. It was so out there, right? It was it was left field sort of thing. Right. Um, and what happened to it? Well, the minute that they lose their TV deal, there's no value. Yep, in that company. It's, same thing, same thing with WCW. Yeah, Eric WCW, Bischoff. Eric Bischoff was gonna buy the company yep. with the um, wealthy prospectors um, with that with, banking, right? With and the prospectors were like, as long as we get the TV deal. But guess what? Turner pulled out of that TV deal. Right. They did not want to have wrestling anymore wrestling. because mm -hmm. uh, because. Uh, uh, Turner was the only one who wanted wrestling yep. on that television, despite. Despite WCW getting, despite no matter what, they were getting the best ratings of that entire week on all the channels that they were on. Even in their dying day, they were still number one 
on that channel. Right. But but the point is that if you don't have a TV deal, no one's going to want to invest. Right. It's just easier nowadays than it was back right. in WWE, ECW days. You, you don't have to have a TV deal in order to you run need, a successful you, you, you need a promotion. place where people are going to look at it. Right. That's literally it. Like, as soon as you have that, like a venue right. it or makes a wrestling it, yeah. school or something like that, you're going to be fine. Right. It's a lot easier now than it was back then because mm. there wasn't social media. Right. So um, when we come back from our break, we're going to continue the discussion. We have a couple of other companies that we want to talk about, and then we're going to do a free form on kind um, of the, the, the future of these brands. Right. Essentially. All right. So we are back. Yeah. And let's talk about one where the – so we talked about ECW last, which had the TV deal, but they were just sort of in this weird right. limbo where it was too extreme for television. Yep. But they um, needed that. Yeah, but let's talk about its revival as well, because its revival yes, was um, very much along the same lines as the original ECW, but that was because Paul Heyman was in charge, and then it became a cleaner product once Paul Heyman was kicked out. Right. Um, the revival of ECW was, I mean, I will say there was a lot of stuff that happened with the revival of ECW right. that was a good thing, like a very good thing. We wouldn't have the... Um, CM Punk's, the Kofi Kingston's, the Evan Bournes that we see now, if it wasn't for that revival ECW right. program where they're like, let's bring in new stars sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It gave an avenue. So I think even though the revival wasn't as successful, it was still important mm -hmm. uh, for even WWE today. Right. So and some of the stars that came out of it to today. And let's talk about the NWA, where it went from the governing body part of it, where it wasn't really a promotion to what Billy Corgan is doing is, with it now. Right. So so NWA was never a – it wasn't until very recently an actual wrestling promotion. It was a governing body that at, at its peak had pretty much the entire North American market cornered. Yeah. They they pretty much ruled the North American market. Right. Everybody everybody wanted to be a part of the NWA because they were the ones who would bring stars around. Right. But also, it was really prestigious to be a member right. of the NWA. And every promotion that was underneath that banner, no matter who, where you were, was dominating that perspective territory I mean, every single modern wrestling promotion even the ones that we're talking about even the ones that were shut down can trace their beginnings back to an nwa hell wwe was a part of the nwa mm, with capital not capital wrestling they were was it capital wrestling that was a part of the NWA? no no it was wwf it no, was. no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, that was a part of the NWA. Mm, or maybe, no, it was, maybe it was the Triple WF, Worldwide Wrestling Federation. No, I thought the CWC nope. was a part of them, but when they nope. broke off, they converted to the Worldwide nope. Wrestling Federation. Because mm. it went CWC, WWF, WWF, WWE. That's the order. Right, but it wasn't. But it was. It was the WW. I think it was the WWWF when they were part of the NWA. I think even the WWF itself was part of the NWA for a while. Yeah, until like 1985 or something. Yeah, but yeah, no, they they again. That's another conversation. That's but, a whole other. I mean, that, that, that might be a really good topic. Um, I'll put that down on um, my list. But uh, but then you got Eastern Championship Wrestling, which right. became ECW. Which became ECW. Um, uh, uh, Jim, Crockett, Jim Crockett Promotions right. and Georgia Championship Wrestling, which became WCW. WCW. Both of them were a part of that Florida Championship Wrestling as well. Yep. 
became um, part of the AWA, the American Wrestling Association, mm-hmm. became a part of that. A very and then even in the modern day, uh, Ring of well, I don't think Ring of Honor was ever part of the NWA. No, they were never part of the NWA. Um, but, um, but Impact Wrestling, yeah, was? they were NWA TNA way um, back in MLW, the day. MLW, I believe, was as well. They were. Mm-hmm. Yep, they were part of it. So a lot of these wrestling, modern wrestling promotions also trace their beginnings back to the NWA. But the reason I want to bring it up is because after that era, they kind of died down. And, and they became pretty much irrelevant. Right. And what happened was then there needed to be a change in direction. So that's what Billy Corgan did. Yeah, Billy Corgan bought everything NWA, yep. all the properties, all the licenses, and everything right after the Impact Wrestling snafu that he was a part of. That was in, uh, that was in 2014, I believe. Yes, it was in 2014. And, and then what happened with that was uh, he decided to no longer license out the NWA name. Yep. And I think I actually think that process started in 2012. I yes. think the previous owner decided to no longer give out the NWA name, but yep. there were still some promotions using it, and there still are some promotions using it to this day. Yep, it's a grandfathered law. It is. Into it it they, is. So they were grandfathered, in, but in, in legalities, it's right. going to be really hard for them to do that unless Billy Corgan had a uh, stranglehold on it, but he really doesn't because right. I don't think. Billy Corgan just doesn't seem like the kind of guy so, to be that vindictive. Yeah. And, and you will see some brands still use the NWA name. Like, I think NWA Wildside still uses it. Yep. There's NW, an N- there was a NWA Hollywood for a long time. Right. There was an NWA St. Louis. And, yep. you know, there, there are a couple of promotions that still use that. Yep. Um, but he I'm turned, sure they pay a license. Right. Yeah, Corgan. he does. They, they do. Uh, but um, Billy Corgan transformed the NWA from a governing body into an independent wrestling promotion and now it's and now it's, and now the, it's one of the most popular right. things in North American wrestling when they do a pay-per-view you know it's going to be a stacked card right. I mean the Crockett Cup is coming up like next month on the 15th and 16th and I'm excited for it right and it's a really small promotion that I don't even watch the weekly show right. but they they just built it so they just build it so well yeah, and do. it's such a different feel and I think a lot of people enjoy it it's mm-hmm. su- it's such a nice refreshing change of pace um, and also, let's talk about WOW, which was also becoming one of those things as well. It's now uh, we, a... Yeah. Well, it's... it's it's Before, it was more of a hokey show. Right. But now, it's... It's, it's, being it taken, be, it's being taken a little more seriously. Right. It used to be a reality-based show because that's what David McLean originally wanted right. to do. But now he doesn't. He wants to do something totally different, all well and good. Um, but now this is actually being run creatively by AJ Lee. Right. So they have their backing to it because the president of the LA Lakers, and she's been within the realm of sports executives right. since she was, I think, like 15. Yeah. Um, I mean, her, her dad owned the Lakers before her, so there's definitely the lineage there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see where they go. Um, but let's talk about another one that has a very long history of ups and downs, yes. Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. We cannot talk about promotions that have done a revival without talking about Impact Wrestling. Where it went from. Because they've done like two or three different revivals, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Because what happened was that it was popular. They started to run out of money. Dixie Carter by it did this because this is when it was right. Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Christian right. so, Cage. So we, let's talk about this. There's the NWA TNA era with Jeff Jarrett and company. And then they ran out of money. And then Panda Energy bought it, which is where uh, which Dixie is, Carter which came is where play. Dixie Carter came in. 
Dixie Carter brought it back up and it became even more and more popular. Um, they had the Spike TV deal. They were signing all these wrestlers. They even dabbled in the Monday nights for a while. That was a really, and, well, that, that was then, a Hogan. The Hogan era started started to do this again right. with the Hogan era. Because I think she overegged the pudding with yep. Hulk Hogan. Well, she did. Let's be well, honest. Spike, Spike TV wanted it. Right. That was, that was then, as big as Spike, Spike TV was, I think, like, Sort of paying Hogan directly yeah, to appear there. And then everything went to shit. And then um, they lost their Spike TV deal. And they had to negotiate new contracts every single year with other and then Billy, then Billy Corgan came in and it started to kind of do this a little bit. But it then did. the whole fiasco, it dipped down again. Right. But and now, it, it almost went. I mean, they almost went out of business. Yeah. They, was, there were there were points in time when they were. They, they, they didn't have money of, to run the tape. Right. Like that. It was that close. It was it was they were that close on just being shut down entirely but um anthem then came in i think anthem anthem was there beforehand so oh let's talk about this so when anthem even there was an up and a down with anthem yeah there was an up the and ownership. a down with anthem um what happened was anthem bought the company and they brought Jeff Jarrett back, but Jeff Jarrett was running his own promotion called GEFW, and they were trying to merge the two. And then they merged the two, and then Jeff Jarrett left, and he wanted to take. Well, GFW because because they because they didn't they no they never finalized the deal they never, with Jarrett right. because apparently. Anthem are a bunch of morons who don't know how to do this. And then they went through another restructuring, and that is when you have now the Scott Demore era. Right. Well, now Scott Demore has been a booker for a very long time, and he did book TNA at one point in time, but he's now the head yeah. of it. And he obviously, Impact Wrestling, I think, is doing better now than ever. I yeah. think they have a very compelling product. It's a lot of fun. We go to it. Every time they come to Vegas, but but the, the, the point the point is is that impact you can't talk about wrestling companies that have gone through revivals without talking about the like eight different revivals at this point that impact wrestling has gone right. through. Right, <laughs> it, this is the little this is the little engine that could, and they they they're striking more than they're missing right now. Right. Um, but are there any others that we necessarily? Is there any other wrestling promotions that you can think of off the top of your head that that we? haven't talked about now there was one that i pseudo talked about because it wasn't it was a buyout uh -huh. and then it was re and then it was um rebranded mm. i didn't put it on here because i wasn't sure if it counted but since we brought it up um jim crockett promotions or georgia championship wrestling right when it was bought out by ted turner okay. and tbs right and then converting because it into WCW for a direct competition. I think, it, I think it went through the same process that Impact Wrestling went through, it right? It did. So there was... J Jim Crockett Promotions was one of the biggest promotions ever because the Southern Wrestling Territory mm -hmm. had... Um, you know that they, they had Charlotte. they had the they had the Atlanta Charlotte market yep. pretty much Atlanta Charlotte even Florida to a point that whole area yeah. all worked really well together New Orleans was a big wrestling area um, you know Mobile Alabama even still to this day it is for mm -hmm. some reason or another but, but Georgia was a big one right uh, but then they lost the TV deal to Vince McMahon because the Superstation yep. Because uh, Vince McMahon bought the rights to that it didn't, library. It didn't, it didn't last long. No. But, but that was there, Black Saturday. Yeah, but what happened or was what happened was then it's the, it was bought out by Turner and it went through a revival. Now, in that case, I think it's because Ted Turner liked wrestling and he had a beef going on with Vince McMahon. So oh, I it think was, it was it was it was more of a personal vendetta oh, than anything. Was, right. Oh, it was totally <laughs> petty. But the thing is is that Turner had the money to burn at that time, back in the early not like yeah. the eighties and nineties, TBS is where you got 
everything. Right, it was, and he was very wealthy and had obviously the I TV mean, they, deal. They were, with they, the they were, they were the powerhouse in cable television. Yeah, uh, TBS did all the sports. That's where usually all the sports were. I don't even think um, ESPN existed at that time. No, you go to TBS or TNN for your sports. Right, um, but you know, now that we're kind of at the end of this, I mean, are there any other wrestling promotions that we haven't touched um, not on? on? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Um, um, but but I think we can draw a couple of very important conclusions to this. Number one, I, this is the most obvious thing, is that TV deals are still very relevant. In one way or another, you have to you have to showcase your product somewhere. And TV is still a very powerful avenue to showcase that talent. It's it's not as guaranteed as it used to be, but it is still very prevalent. And we're not talking about the TV deals for the sakes of ratings anymore. We're talking about the TV deals for the sakes of getting money. Because TV companies will pay a lot of money to have wrestling content. Yeah, but but, to ratings, this day. But, but but ratings are still going to have to drive it because well, the big yeah. advertisers want to be on those channels. Do they did, did Applebee's really want to be a part of when they were doing the Ukraine shit? No. I don't think any company wanted right. that. Domino's had a big thing after um Domino's uh, the Domino's commercial happened right after Nick right. Gage used the pizza cutter on Jericho's head yeah. and they got pissed off about that. Yeah. And they had to change it. Why? Because ad, because they want a good show. Ratings wise. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. Ratings still drive where advertisers go, and advertisers want money. So the right. companies want to have the best rating show because that's where all the right. eyes are going to be. But it's not as important as it used to be. Obviously, WWE is still getting their billion-dollar contracts because it's the WWE. It's a w Well, because WWE is based on their reputation now, not necessarily based on the numbers. Right. But a smaller company, pseudo, as a comparison, like AEW, or um, Impact Wrestling. You're not going to see those guys on Fox. <laughs> not I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold my fucking breath I, I could, on that. Yeah, we, 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 never, we said we would never see a viable competition in our lifetime, and yet we're still sitting here talking about AEW, which is still probably one of the biggest competition-wise because they actually have money mm -hmm. back. Um, but So I think the important thing, number one, TV deal is going to be very important. Regardless of how of, of how good the ratings are, you have to have a good television deal because that yep. will that will determine how because you get money. These wrestling promotions they get a lot of money from these TV deals, and yep. they use that money to then to then hire the best talent so that the talents can draw people in so that they get even bigger ones or down they, the road. Or they, or they go into bigger venues. Right. And it looks much better on television. Right. Their production gets a little bit better. Yep. Um, so, they, so so TV ratings are, are just driving it. If you, don't have, if you don't have television, you might as well become an indie promotion. Like, right. you might as well work at a bingo hall. And we're not necessarily <laughs> saying that's a bad thing, No, though. it's not. No, I mean, no, there are Obviously, obviously, Impact Wrestling has maybe, what, 200 people in the shows, but there is a different energy with Impact. They're, right. not, they're not trying to face WWE anymore. No, they're not. But Impact Wrestling, again, when they lost TV deals, TV deals that they had been getting had been I mean, they worse were, they were and on, worse they were on, and worse. They were on Spike when Spike yeah. was a huge thing. Yeah, imagine. Hell, imagine Raw, Raw was on Spike at yep. one point in time. Yep, imagine how much money they got from that television. It was insane. That's how they could hire Kurt Angle. That's how they could hire Samoa Joe. It's because... Well, Samoa Joe was there before, but you know. Um, um, but but I, the, again, the point is is that you need to – it's very important to have television. 
Well, look at um, look at Wow and Viacom. Mm-hmm. I mean, Viacom ain't no right. small bones. Viacom right. is a huge thing now. It's not on one of their biggest channels. It's, yeah, but it's still a television deal. And keep in mind, Wow came back. I think like in 2018. Yeah, it's still fairly young right. in this new era. And then with the pandemic, that didn't help any situation whatsoever. I'm surprised a lot of these companies kept the deals that they did yeah. even during that whole thing. So, um, and then I think the other thing too. Wait, that, oh, another oh. another one we didn't even think about Lucha Underground. They were owned by El Rey, which was I think the biggest North America or the biggest at least American Spanish speaking channel next to maybe Telemundo. Right. Um, but you know, again, and then I think the other thing too is that. If you don't have a great relationship, or if, if these companies want, if, if you're being owned by these television producers or these television production companies, um, if they decide to gut you, that's pretty much it. We've seen that with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is owned by a television conglomerate. So they right. own a, they are owned and by Dixie Dixie Carter during that downward spiral made fun and mocked the people from the Spike executives. You need to maintain that level of professionalism when you are in discussions, even even if it's like through an email because you never know who's going to send it to. Everyone sent an email to somebody that they did not want Right, And I think that's kind of where that point was missed as well is that when you are a business person – you need to take your personal morals outside of that business right, because you need to maintain that professional demeanor. Because if it wasn't for that email, I think that uh, TNA would have still stayed on Spike for yep. a little while longer. Yep, absolutely. I 100% agree with you. Um, they were trying to do shady shit. Don't do shady shit. Mm-hmm. When Spike TV says, "Do not hire Vince Russo with your company." Don't hire him <laughs> because that was that was the nail on the coffin right. for them was that Vince Russo was giving them advice and right. they sent it instead of to Mike Tenay they sent it to Mike um, uh, Mike Kelly the guy from Pro Wrestling Torch right um, and then the other thing you know so so being a part of that the whole television thing the relationship between television and professional wrestling. Um, you know, that's a whole conversation yeah. that we can have, obviously. But it's very important. It's a double-edged sword as well. Oh, absolutely. Um, Lucha Underground, because a lot of their contracts were not through Lucha Underground. They, they were, were through, through El Rey. Right. And we saw the lawsuits right after where they couldn't get out of their contract if they were signed mm-hmm. with Lucha Underground. But the problem was that Lucha Underground only ran a certain amount of time. Right. And... Um, Mexican wrestling promotions very commonly are owned by television networks. Yeah, they Triple absolutely AAA are. is owned by, I think, I think majority of ownership is by a television network. Yep. Um, you know, same with, I don't know about CMLL's case, but I know that AAA. CMLL is essentially of what WWE is. Mm-hmm. They are CMLL. They've been around since the 40s. They own the building that they run the shows right. in. So they're not necessarily owned by television. But, you know, you know what I mean? A lot of television networks have stakes in professional wrestling yep. because professional wrestling still draws in revenue. Professional wrestling still draws, period. And yeah, people are like, does. oh, it does. Yeah, but as, go- as with any other sport, you know, you want those sport or entertainment contracts because you're guaranteed a lot of quality content out of it. Exactly. Um, but that's pretty much all I've got as far as professional wrestling promotions that made a comeback. Yeah, maybe um, maybe we'll see some of these properties come back in another form or fashion. Yep. Um, obviously, we can't rule out there are plenty of 
of properties that are kind of lost in the ether and of how readily available a pseudo television deal to promote the product, uh, the wrestlers that are going in between places and the independent workers that a lot of people want to see. I think it's easier now more than ever to maybe kind of look at this and say, hey, this is viable stuff right now. Let's have a backing with this and maybe get another company involved and, and, and say, are... hey, let's let's promote this. And we're seeing that all the time yeah. with Terminus, mm -hmm. for example. There are wrestlers who are doing the show. Right. They're not the biggest things, but they don't have to be anymore. Right. You can still have a fun little indie promotion like Terminus mm -hmm. and, and be and fine. Still draw in some ratings, right? So um, that's pretty much all I've got. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to discuss? Um, if there isn't, uh, next week AEW. Yes, next week AEW Revolution. We're bringing back wrestling lesson. We're still bringing back. Heckling from the hard camera, and uh, we'll continue to put in more product just like this. But if you did enjoy it, remember to like, follow, subscribe, share it with all your friends, become a patron. There will be a link tree down below for all of those. And as always, be majestic.